studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. I was breaking through the skyline. Now I'm taking all the time that I can. How long, how long? Now I'm moving away from death. I can hear her singing every day. My love, my love. Looking through the fire now. This is uh, David Duchovny from his new album. Everything is Noise is the song. Gesture Land is the song. And uh, he'll be playing in the afternoon at the 8th Innings Festival at the Raymond James Stadium grounds this weekend, Saturday. You hear what the first track sounds like. This is Nights Are Harder These Days. David Duchovny, Fox Mulder. The dude from uh, Californication. song I played by him. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Duchovny's music. Yeah, they're okay, but the nights are This isn't the same Duchovny, is it? It is the same David Duchovny, Fox Mulder, Spooky Mulder. So does he do, like, some live recreations of your favorite X-File uh, episodes on stage? I'm sure if he stood in the crowd and yelled, X-Files, X-Files, as I plan on doing, he'll probably recreate some of the finer... Fox Mulder scenes and maybe Jillian Anderson will be there too and he and Scully will have sex live on stage John's joints where John grows and cultivates the finest news stories dank if you will rolls them up passes them around. We all partake and expand our mind a little bit, and then I'm going to play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath it. Uh, I got to look at John's beautiful face again today, and uh, wouldn't you know it, those glasses are no longer in the way. They're really not. Uh, no glasses, uh, covering my eyeballs. I don't have to stress in the morning, sticking my fingers into my uh, cornea. That's a part of an eyeball, right? It certainly is. Uh, and, and, and that's all thanks to the goat, the goat of LASIK, Dr. Uptograph. We're so lucky to have this man right in our own backyard. This is the third doctor to ever even perform LASIK in the United States of America, the first ever in Asia, and he was on the ground floor. He's got patents on a lot of the technology that make 
the LASIK procedure even possible. When I went in for my procedure, it blew my mind how easy it was. I was in and out in under four hours. A lot of the time is just them kind of putting you at ease, explaining to you what's going to happen. I was in the actual LASIK suite, as they call it, uh, which makes it sound very, very cool. There's all these big windows all around. It's a very, very cool spot. Uh, You feel a little pressure in your eye. You see some different colors. And then... I was pretty much good to go. I was feeling great by the next day with better than 2020 vision, and I've left the contacts and glasses in the past, and you can do the same exact thing. Go ahead and give them a call. They're offering $1,000 off LASIK, 727-551-2020, or you can book online at LASIK, the number four, me.com. So it kind of caught up with me last night. I don't think I was... Um, I don't think I was grasping just how much I, I appreciated and love still uh, Scott Hall. Uh, he was, um, a, when it comes to a turning point in wrestling, I kind of have two eras of wrestling. Uh, when my dad got me into it when I was really young, and then there's that turning point in the mid to late 90s where my dad stopped watching and I was left to my own devices. And I, I make that line in the sand of, of the NWO. And when, when Scott Hall showed up in WCW and he had been in the WWF, as a as a ten year old, it blew my mind. I was just this guy was on that show. How is he on this show? And I I loved following his career. And he um the part that not a lot of people know, and, and they did a great write up in the USA Today about um the thing we can learn from Scott Hall is it's never too late for a second chance. And this dude after his wrestling career and even during it, his demons got the best of him more more times than not. There are videos out there that are sad of him being in the ring under the influence and that almost killed him but he made a decision in his mid-50s early to mid-50s that I'm going to change my life and with the help of uh, Diamond Dallas Page friend of the show he did turn it around he got healthy he had a second lease on life he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and I really like focusing on that part you know that it's never uh, it's never too late uh, for a second chance and to turn your life around no matter how bad you think your demons have and he was proof of that Uh, here's a short clip from the um, uh, from the tribute that W and that was the thing too so it was what we were seeing yesterday was he had been taken off life support and it had been like four or five hours and he was still alive and everybody was hoping for somebody, something crazy. WWE essentially broke the news to open Monday Night Raw last night that he had in fact passed. Oh, wow. uh, and here's part of the tribute that the WWE did for him last night. Scott Hall was a pioneer. We are taking over. It just felt real. Felt you were getting something special. Hey, yo. Uh- This was one of the best things that ever happened in the business. When you're NWO, you're NWO for life. The WWE family will forever remember Scott Hall as a gifted entertainer and two-time WWE Hall of Famer. A loving father a dear friend. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. I will tell you, I was, I don't want to use the word shamed because I don't want to make her the villain in this story, but I was shamed in my home last night for for sobbing on the couch uh, as I watched that Scott Hall, uh, that Scott Hall tribute. The thing I realized is that these wrestlers die. They die like crazy. It's just a fact that everybody's got to live with. Yeah. And I've kind of realized that 
I was right on the outside of all of the wrestlers that have died. And Scott Hall, you know, he was right in the sweetest of sweet spots. So it just kind of made me realize all the wrestlers that I truly love and grew up with, like they haven't really started dying yet. I know that's a weird thing to say, but, but, you know, it's a lot of the 80s into the early 90s, and my real love started mid-90s-ish, so it, it just kind of was also a realization all of the wrestlers that were so important to you growing up are are sadly going to start dying soon. Yeah, um, I was blown away by how many people I'm connected to on social media were huge Scott Hall fans. I think it's great. It speaks to his popularity that so many people were posting about it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, th- I felt the same thing, even as somebody who kind of felt the, the gravity of the situation when I got on social media and saw him trending in about three or four different ways. I was. I think he kind of, over the past few years, has transcended wrestling. I know... Drake was always wearing Razor Ramon shirts. There's something about his image and just how cool he was that I think even appealed uh, to the non-wrestling fan, you know? On to serious pressing matters of war. The White House is uh, openly mocking the Kremlin uh, as of today, saying it had bungled the imposition um, of, or imposing. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of sanctions on President Joe Biden. Um, this does seem like a weird thing. I don't know if it's got to be something that they do to rile up their own people when all of the sanctions are crushing Russia. It's probably nice for Russia to be able to go and say, hey, don't you worry, uh, people who can't get a cheeseburger or a phone or anything anymore. Uh, We're imposing our own sanctions. Uh, And here is Jen Psaki. I have to say, we we were very open about um, about, what was her name? Kaylee Kaylee McEnany. McEnany. And and just there was a thing with her. I didn't have that thing for Psaki. Over the past two to three weeks, that thing has has happened for me. And maybe it's because she's getting super spicy and sassy. She's also giving me major... uh, Shiv vibes uh, from Succession. Oh, yeah. and I don't know if it's just the red hair. I do have a thing for redheads, okay. uh, but but it's just something about her, and she's got this smart ass wit about her that uh, you know does it for me. And here's her being asked about the sanctions uh, that Russia has put in place. Hell yeah! Sanctions were imposed today by Russia against yourself, President Biden, other top U.S. officials. Uh, do you have a response to that? And how will it impact any of you, if at all? Sure. I would first note that President Biden is a junior, so uh, they may have, may have sanctioned his dad. May he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> the second piece I would say is that won't surprise any of you uh, that none of us are planning uh, tourist trips to Russia. None of us have bank accounts that we won't be able to access. So we will forge ahead. <laughs> I mean, what else? Whoa. What else do you say? I oh, mean, what a great in, response! In that, I don't. I mean, I don't even really know what any of this means. Uh, but all of this after Moscow slapped penalties on a string of senior officials, as well as the president's troubled son, Hunter Biden, and uh, Hillary Clinton. The Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs said they were being added to a stop list in retaliation for the growing economic blockade on its economy. I would first note that President Biden... I'm sorry, that was what she just said. Um, So, does this matter? No. It's a a symbolic gesture more than anything else, I think. uh, Just as the uh, Russian announcement was released, Washington is unveiling fresh sanctions on uh, on Russia itself and 11 key Russian defense officials. So I was looking at uh, Twitter this morning, which is kind of the best real-time information. It seems that the the capital, Kiev, has been under just complete bombardment over the last 24 hours, and uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's slowing down. Marco Rubio coming out and saying they don't have power to go very much longer when people in Ukraine are going, then what the hell is happening? Because they're... They're still bombarding us. Yeah, they're bombarding us. 
Did you see what company is staying open in Russia to uh, to both feed people and take care of their employees they have? It's an American company. Is it Dunkin' Donuts? It is Papa John's. Pa- oh, yeah, Papa John's. I did see that. And the yeah. only item they can't get for some reason in Russia? Olives. Interesting. They they can get everything like they because Papa John's corporate in U.S. will not send them any supplies, but they can get the supplies from Russian suppliers. They just can't get olives. That's kind of wild. I, I thought so too. And, and especially, I'm surprised that they would delve in anything that could be perceived as controversial. Yeah. Because I mean, once you've once you've got rid of uh, the Papa, yeah. you would think you just want to keep your nose down and, and stay out of any any sort of conflicts, let alone a global one. Right. Dude, you know. <laughs> Dude, if you ever get a bored moment, which I don't recommend it, Papa John has his own social media account where he's oh. just posting his sweaty ass every single day uh, talking about pizza and, and how he was railroaded by his own company. I'm going to pass on that. Uh, sticking with uh, the, the Russian theme and businesses that no longer exist there, this is uh, this seems like something out of America, honestly. A Russian man is not loving the fact that McDonald's uh, is about to shutter its door in the, country, in the country of Russia amid the invasion of Ukraine. So he has chained himself to one of the eateries in Moscow in a last-ditch attempt to keep it open. The Golden Arches fan, identified as Luka Savrinov, was filmed staging his protest hours before uh, the McDonald's was set to temporarily close its 850 restaurants in Russia. Um, this man is over 500 pounds. Ooh. His dramatic demonstration came after company president and CEO uh, explained in the, to the employees that closing the stores was the right thing to do. As we move forward, McDonald's will continue to assess the situation and determine if any additional measures are required. Uh, he said in an internal memo, at this juncture, it is impossible to predict when we might be able to reopen our restaurants in Russia. Uh, we are experiencing disruptions to our supply chain along with operational impacts. We will, we, we will also closely monitor the humanitarian situation i still i get it i get that you just can't do business with them right but how are we teaching anybody a lesson by not letting the citizens of russia who are really just pawns in this whole thing right eat a damn double cheeseburger uh and they want to speak up i'm sure a lot of them but they can't because they'll be jailed if not killed well and the other thing that is um that i'm really 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 intrigued with and maybe it's uh because china is daddy forever are they not committing atrocities on humanity in China and oh, doing yeah. terrible things and have been doing terrible things forever? And everybody is in bed with them and has been in bed with them forever and nothing. And then you look at places like Saudi Arabia. Now, I understand what's happening now is much more. It's bad. It's barbaric. Yeah. And the bombing is is uh, it's just funny to see where the line in the sand is. We will let a, a, an entire government get away with this, this and this. But it's this line where we can't do business with you anymore. And it's, it's, I mean, Putin, I'm sure, can get himself a quarter pounder if he wants it. It's a sliding scale of what we need from a country and what we can get from them versus what we can tolerate when it comes to human rights violations. And sticking with, uh, in the final piece of, uh, of war news, uh, sticking with China, uh, the U.S. has told allies that Russia has requested armed combat drones from China in the days after it invaded Ukraine. According to sources within the United States government, in recent days, Washington has stepped up warnings to Beijing that it will face significant consequences if it supports Moscow with arms or other aid. Does anybody know what these significant consequences are? I don't know if in the middle of a war you're supposed to tell people exactly what you're going to do, but I don't think... 
consequences or significant consequences are words that scare anybody. Uh-uh. They're not. <laughs> After 19 days, Russian forces have failed to capture the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, and their advances have mostly stalled, according to senior U.S. officials. In the meantime, a string of reports has described how Moscow is turning to friends in Beijing for supplies to keep its invasion running, including MREs, uh, also known as Meals Ready to Eat. On Tuesday, it emerged that American diplomats had told Bloom, uh, that had told European capitals they had intelligence that Moscow uh, is asking for uh, battle-ready weapons as well. That according to Bloomberg News. Hmm. Are, my whole thought is that we seem to be scared enough of Russia. You know what I mean? Like We're not doing anything to piss off Russia at this point. Because we're so scared. We can't even facilitate giving the Ukraine these fighter jets because we're so scared that Russia is going to do something to hurt us. So I just worry that if if China really gets involved, it's going to make us more scared. Right. I mean, as as a country uh, to do anything. Because if if we're scared of a World War III with Russia at the helm, what does it it look like if we know that China is there? Or do we already... and I think I already know the answer. Do we know that China already is involved? And the main reason we're walking so gently with Russia is we know that if that if it came down to it, China has already picked their side. Ooh, that's scary. Which is scary. A couple stories here involving uh, love, sex, and how they can turn downright ugly. Um one of the most fascinating aspects of cheating, and we talk about these scenarios often on the show, is when somebody not only finds out that their beloved is having sex with someone else, they walk in and see it. Because in that moment, if you really are caught off guard, I don't know, outside of finding someone that you love dead, I don't know that there are things that can rip out your heart quite like seeing uh, your oh. your beloved getting pounded by a stranger. You'll never scrub that image from no. your eyes or mine. Um, and this is, this is not the preferred way to handle it. And I don't want to say that I understand it, uh, but if there ever is such a thing as a crime of passion, walking in and seeing this uh, can send you down a bad road. A U.S. Navy sailor allegedly gunned down his wife's lover after catching the pair having sex oh. in their Virginia home. In your home makes it worse, right? Uh, if you're doing a Jody in a, in a sailor's home, uh, yeah, you are you are such a scumbag. Tyler Lamar Jenkins, he's 26, was charged with second-degree murder in Friday's fatal shooting of Timothy Paul Tally the third, uh, he was 28, at the married couple's home in Virginia Beach. Tally of California was struck multiple times during the domestic-related shooting and pronounced dead at the scene. Jenkins was taken into custody at his residence without incident. Jenkins' wife told cops he entered a room where she was, and I quote, engaged in a sexual act with Tally, prompting her husband to open fire at her boyfriend. What am I doing wrong? Jenkins asked at the scene after the cops, after he told cops someone was having sex with his wife. I mean, what you did wrong was shoot and kill somebody, but at the same time, is a jury going to convict him? <sighs> I'm just trying to think of the uh, the castle doctrine, you know, that we have here in Florida. Like, if you come into my home, I can shoot you. Ooh. If you come into my home and then enter my wife... I should really be able to shoot you. You're obviously trying to stab my wife to death with your penis. <laughs> Therefore, uh, it stands to reason that once you're done with her, you're going to try to stab me to death with your penis, and I better take you out. I think I, that holds up in court. See you, Jody. Uh, Jenkins did, on the scene, admit to shooting Tally three times. Uh, the gun he used to kill his wife's lover was recovered at the home. Investigators did not disclose the relationship uh, between the men. 
So, yeah, if, if that turns out to be a buddy, oh, that makes it even worse. Dude, like a homeland. That makes it worse, right? Way worse. You ever see um, Brothers? Yeah, with, uh, Jake, Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, oh, was man. it really his brother? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh. Now that's a little weird because didn't they didn't they believe he was dead? Yes. So if you're dead, right? That's not cheating. But, but you you didn't know you were cheating. But if I can get inside the brain of servicemen, dead you, do you want your wife banging a rando or do you want your wife banging your brother? Rando, for sure. But, I mean, what if your brother's a good guy? Well, I'm sure he is. I still don't want him banging my wife, even though I'm dead. Hmm. Stranger. This one. Because if it's your brother, you're going to think, oh, the whole time I was alive, my brother was plotting and scheming on how to bang my wife. Well, sometimes, uh, you know, grief makes people horny. That is true. And, and, and how many times can we cry in each other's arms yeah. about your death before I just start making sweet love to your wife? That's a and you're point. dead. Right. I mean, what? How better can I honor my dead brother than to, uh, you know, make love to his wife? I sit corrected. Thank you. Yep. This one, a lot more details and a lot more long-term planning. I think went into this. A 21-year-old woman allegedly stabbed her date inside a Nevada hotel room in retaliation for the death of an Iranian military leader that was killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020. Nika Nikobin, who's 21, has been charged with attempted murder, two counts of battery, and a burglary of a business. She's being held on $60,000 bail. Um, So this girl and the man who she met on the dating site, Plenty of Fish, agreed to meet at the Sunset Station Hotel and Casino in Henderson on March 5th, renting a room together. Police in the city near Las Vegas said the victim picked her up from uh, her room and drove her to a hotel. The woman apparently took a shower to freshen up and then went to the lobby to get orange juice to put uh, into the alcohol the victim brought. The pair both drank and then began having sex. That is when the woman climbed on top of the victim and blindfolded the man before turning off the lights. Several minutes later... The victim felt the woman reach over to the nightstand, and suddenly the man felt, and I quote, a pain on the side of his neck. Oh, God. The victim then shoved the woman off him and yelled, what are you doing, before she ran out of the hotel room. This girl is super, super duper hot, by the way. Yeah. Um, Police said she stabbed him in the neck for for revenge against U.S. troops for the killing of Qasem Soleimani in 2020. The top general who headed uh, the expeditionary uh, force of Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corp had been responsible for the Islamic Republic's foreign operations. Dude, that's dedication. <sighs> it is. But you know what? If that's the price that we have to pay for taking out uh, that dude, a guy gets stabbed in the neck, you know, so be it. So I wonder if they, so I wonder if he was actually having sex with her, it sounds like. Like sounds the sex like act had, had begun. Yeah. Uh, she told the investigator she wanted revenge and had listened to a song called Grave Digger, uh, which gave her the motivation to carry out the revenge. I believe that it says it's unclear which artist the song was by. Um, I'm 99.9% positive that's a Miranda Lambert song. So it's I like, got a Grave Digger by Dave Matthews, uh, one by Willie Nelson, uh, and uh, I don't see a Miranda uh, Randolph. Lambert. Lambert. I don't see one by her either. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, she doesn't look like a country music fan, right. but it's like, tell, Matthews. tell the grave digger he better dig too. Here's Dave Matthews band. Grave digger. I want to see if this uh, could get me to kill somebody. Wow. Like he, kind of like 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't Miranda Lambert, by the way, that I was thinking oh. of. It was called The Band Perry, and it's called You Better Dig Too, so I was wrong. Sorry. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. All right, let's get into the serious business of the day. This is in your backyard. You need to, uh, you need to think about how you're going to handle this. You hold a lot of power in West Chase, and you also have been probably the loudest voice in America uh, in, 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 in sharing love and passion uh, when it comes to vultures. You, you, for some reason, you're, you're enamored by them. You love them, and they're going to be slaughtered on probably the road that you live on. I don't like it at all. Uh, the, the vultures and buzzards play a vital role in being the custodians of nature. Well, the question stands, what are you going to do about it? Because the plan to get rid of black vultures in the West oh, Chase I neighborhood. See. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Pretty I, clear what's happening yeah. in West Chase. Well, I mean, I, I know how your neighborhood rolls. <laughs> the pl- well, I mean. Yeah, I'm not arguing. Yeah, I know you're on your Facebook page. The plan to get rid of black vultures mm-hmm. in the West Chase neighborhood in Northwest Hillsborough County seems to be ruffling a lot of feathers. The West Chase Community Development District contracted with the USDA to scare the birds away. And here's the, here's the part that people are just learning about. If the birds don't scare away, the plan is to shoot them. That's ridiculous. So C.G. Barrett with the World of West Chase magazine. Is this somebody you know? Is this somebody in the, uh, uh, in the upper rankings of West Chase? I don't think we've met. Did I bet you there is a total secret society of West Chase? Oh, there is. And it's probably not that uh, not that secret. Uh, so this is C.G. Barrett with the World of West Chase magazine posted the following on uh, on Facebook. I learned last night. I learned at last night's WCA board meeting that the USDA's turkey vulture elimination campaign under a USDA contract signed by West Chase CDD at the request of of WCA will begin Monday, March 14th. So it began yesterday. Mm -hmm. If you live in the bridges, particularly Stonebridge and Sturbridge, you will hear the work. USDA representatives have started that at dawn and dusk, and they will use pyrotechnics on the small island in the lake bordered by Sturbridge and Stonebridge to disrupt the bird's roosting site. Those vi- those vultures that are not frightened off will be shot. It is likely a lot of residents in the general area will be hearing fireworks and gunshots starting Monday. Uh, the work, according to the USDA representative, could last for as long as two weeks. I'm just posting this so no one hears the commotion and worries that uh, Butch Cassidy and the Wild Bunch are taking uh, out the mail train in the West Park Village. Man, I don't like this at all. Those, yeah. those vultures were here first. Oh, I see the post by C.G. Barrett right now on the World of West Chase, uh, West Chase Neighborhood News site on Facebook. A lot of people very upset. I'm an animal yeah. lover, so I don't want to see things being hurt. Um, you know, a lot of people, I'm, I'm upset. Uh, it's unnecessary. It's violent. So what's going on in West Chase? Like, why? Like you, I mean, can you give us a sneak peek into why the federal government has to be involved to get these vultures out? Are there... Is it a is it a thing? There are a lot of vultures in West Chase. I will say that. I I don't see the need to rid of some of them, but we have a lot of them. Do you think? Like, do you? Th- I mean, I would imagine they're there because there's a reason to be there. Yeah, there's a lot of roadkill. People people don't pay attention. They run over possums. Possums are stupid. Deer are stupid. They run out of the roads and get killed, and then the the vultures swoop in for an easy meal. Now, I'm not. I don't really support killing animals. Really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. 
But here at the station, this this tower behind oh, us yeah. is is infested with them. In my early work in promotions, 95% of my time was spent in these garages out here. Yeah. And once you've spent significant time around vulture feces, uh, it, it, it will be locked in your brain forever. So are some of these people having to deal with the smell of them and the uh, the fecal matter of yeah, them? probably and all over their cars. Yeah, because... Expensive luxury cars. They're supposedly... like They're on people's houses and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, all over. Light poles, schools, you name it. They're yeah, everywhere. That, that um, but but I mean, let's not shoot them. Well, I mean, if they're interrupting your life, I mean, they were there first. Were they though? Yeah. Or, uh, but here, here's here's a here's here's a little. Let me blow your mind for a second. All right. The they weren't there. The people showed up, started running over oh. animals with their cars, oh. and that brought them there. So if they are there because of the presence of people, does that make them any? Does it make it any less bad to kill them? Yes. No, not any less bad. No, it's still bad to kill them. Final answer. Okay. Uh, real quick, Wyoming governor just signed into, into law a bill that allows residents to collect roadkill. Uh, there's an app for it and everything, which I think is kind of bizarre. Uh, deer, elk, moose, uh, pronghorn uh, will be the uh, the main species. You can't take home bighorn sheep, grizzly bears, mountain goats, or migratory birds. That was a thing growing up. I don't think that I would ever... Uh, I don't think that I would ever be able to eat something that I know was hit by a car. Uh, no. Nah, I take it back. I'd eat it. I'd try not. it. Just as a delicacy. It's a way of people's life. It's a way of life. No, thank you. And it was killed. Wouldn't it be better to eat it than to think it just went to waste? Yeah, I guess so. Tastes like tire tracks, though. So weird. There's an actually a, a U.S. government-funded app that, that through the state that has a roadkill feature where you can claim a carcass. So if you show up to a dead animal, you 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 mine. You drop a pin. <laughs> so then, if you're in the roadkill business, you would then check to see if anybody else has claimed that roadkill before you got there. <laughs> that is weird. It is weird, but it's also a different uh, different way of life out there. You uh, you catch the Bucks news? Uh, which piece? Shaq Mason's back. Shaq Barrett. Him too. No, Shaq Mason. They uh, a trade with the New England oh, Patriots. Oh, really? Fifth round pick. Oh boy. Yeah, Jason Light does it again. He really, really does. Yeah. Um, also, big news today: the Bucks are signing uh, Falcons wide receiver Russell Gage. Dude, you start looking at that wide receiver Ooh. core on paper now. First of all, I had, I'm a little confused on why Atlanta let him go, but they put one more piece in that puzzle and bring Robbie G back, Ooh. and uh, Tom Brady's going to be feeling pretty good about uh, about life. Yeah. Uh, also thought it was real sexy that Tom Brady called uh, Ryan Jensen right before he announced it and said, hey, let's run this back, baby. Love that. Uh, and I promised it, so I have it for you, uh, my fun animal sex fact of the week. Yes, please. I'd never even heard of this animal existing, which makes it even more fun. The fossa. Uh, the fossa is a 30-pound predator related to the mongoose. The fossa is the largest carnivore in Madagascar. Spell that, please. Uh, F-O-S-S-A. Okay. F-O-S-S-A. Right. Uh, primatologists Ooh. know the creature is as a major predator of lemurs. Like lemurs, fossas are threatened by the dramatic decline in biodiversity on the island they inhabit. But that's not uh, why they're being mentioned here. Right. Um, they have an amazing, extraordinary sexual adaptation. Adaptate, adaptation. Right. Yeah. The fossa is one of the rare mammals among whom females, while still immature, undergo a passing phase of masculization. What is that for, you ask? What is that for? 
for a certain period, they make others think that they're male. This trick is quite handy for communicating false information and thereby ensuring the female's own safety. Because in so many of these species, the men just savagely rape oh, these. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to look too far. You can look in your in your uh, backyard and see that the, the street cats and the ducks, that's enough to know sex isn't always fun Mm-mm. if you're an animal. So how do they do it? How do they do it? And who or what are they protecting themselves from? The phase in question, the... Um, it's the C word, uh, the special love button. The magic uh, button, the, the man ma- in the boat. The, the man in the boat, yes. Yeah. I hope everybody's on the page, uh, same page here. We are. That grows in size extraordinarily. Then the extended organ develops spikes that make it look like a fossa male penis. It seems that the females deck themselves out with this feature to avoid aggression on the part of male fossas who are looking for a mate. The thorny little man in the boat acts as a deterrent. In yeah. The, yeah. They have to wag it at it? Like if they're bent over, like getting a little fossa food, and the male comes over and he's like, oh, hot female. And they're like, oh, hot female, huh? Hey, look at that right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Because unwelcome attention from the males often in this species leads to death. The fact that uh, mature females aren't always around uh, during the cycle means that a lot of uh, these fossas will go and get juvenile females and um, essentially rape them. Oh, um, and, and so by doing that, they just whip out this thorny hog and they're like, hey, look at this. Fake thorny hog. I'm a man. I'm oh. a man. You oh. don't want any of this, man. So they'll, they'll, they won't try to have sex with them. Oh. So it's, it's a protection device. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.